The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Animation Conversation bi-weekly podcast recorded March 30th, uh, 2011, show number 71. My name is Andal Saxel and I'm here with my good pals Will Ashurst. Hello. And Carl F. Cornell. <laughs> Hello, good sir. Yeah. I was expecting something else with my surname. I was expecting something rude. <laughs> Yep, so uh, this week we have the news, a welcome return news, um, the, this week's classic animated movie, which is Disney's 50th animated film, which is uh, Tangled. Yeah, or Rapunzel Unbraided, as I like to still call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or Tool Put em and if you want to be nice oh, and yeah, Norwegian. Norwegian yeah. <laughs> two on the run, two... two. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it's, it's called? It's really bad translation. Yeah. It's right. so bad. Gave, gave away the whole plot, really, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the plot of any of those movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember we first mentioned this movie back in uh, 2008 <laughs> in ACP 4. Number wow. 4. So, uh, it's, it's been a while, but it, I, I think it was... Uh, I heard an interview with Glenn Keane, and he started working on this in uh, 1996, I think. <laughs> it was probably planned as a 2D movie then. It was, definitely, like, yeah. Yeah. And it, it was supposed to be his uh, artsy-fartsy uh, big project. His, um, what do you call it? The, well, his main piece, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk more about that later. Uh, first, let's hear about what happened to you guys. We we all seem to disappear to any, everyone that has been listening. I've, I've gotten some complaints. We've, uh, we just told you that we were going to review uh, Song of the South next, next week, and then we yeah. went away, and like two or three weeks went by, and then a couple of interviews has been uh, put out from the uh, festival that we did. And uh, now we're back. Why is yeah. that? It's kind of an oxymoron that when most fun things are happening, we're too busy to make the podcast. Yeah. So I guess we're, we've all been a bit a bit too busy and have a, had a bit too much fun to make to make a podcast. <laughs> but I can tell you about what has happened with me. Uh, we premiered our series that I didn't wasn't allowed to talk about last time. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, last Friday we had the big premiere mm-hmm. and uh, to big success. It's been seen by. Like two hundred fifty thousand people already, yeah. uh, and it's getting it's gotten a lot of mixed reviews, which we love, of course. Hmm. So uh, when we only get uh, tanning cost uh, one and six uh, <laughs> dice throw, as we like to do it in Norway, yeah, that's a review, uh, that's a review yeah, right? reviews yeah. from people. So we only get the minimum and the maximum amount, <laughs> and that means there's mixed opinions out there, which is always nice. So. 
yeah. we're loving it, and we're reading all the reviews that works and laughing. So <laughs> just just keep your grammar up there, so we we don't laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it's a good uh, series. I saw it, and it's uh, controversial, and it's uh, you know walking the line. It's perfect. Yeah, I my favorite is actually episode number three. So uh, watch out for that one. Okay, be, that's a, that's the best one. In a couple really of weeks. Good. Yes, like in yeah, one and a half week. Every, it's every Friday it comes out. Yeah, it comes right? out every Friday. So. Yeah. At what time? Ten? Is it? Is there like a time that it come that it comes online? Uh, the last one got out was out on the morning, like uh, half past eight or something. But, okay. Uh, so, but I'm not sure when they post it. But it's it's out on Fridays. Maybe I should plug the site too. Yeah, it's Vega uh, Vega It's and it's usually up on their front page. Vega.no. Vega.no. It's a major paper in Norway. Yeah, and so, uh, but and good, I, I'm, I'm, I want to only like recommend it for Norwegian viewers because <laughs> it's about it's about a Norwegian politician, so most yeah. people people won't get the parody. But for Norwegian listeners, it's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> They've probably all seen it. Yeah, it's got some. It's, it's got kind of a, a cool style. Uh, yeah, it's Kim's, it's Kim's Kim's design style. It's it, it's very similar to Fantomas. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. How about you, Will? Where have you been? Me. Uh, I've been doing lots of things. I've been moonlighting. And, uh, moonlighting? Lots of, yeah, I got a, few, a few freelance projects I had to finish. Oh. It didn't leave me any spare time. And I've also been uh, getting together frame by frame, which is the annual um, yeah. get-together for animators in Norway. So we've been putting together. That is on... Good question. 9th of <laughs> April. There we go, thank you. Saturday the 9th of April at Films... Uh, Film is who's in Donington. Yeah, Cinemateca. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we'll run through later the, the guest list. Yeah, brilliant uh, program, by the way. Oh, do you like it? It's been. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. We're really pleased we got The Illusionist on. Uh, yes. Well, well, I am. On, on 35mm film as well, which is great. Yeah, yeah, so I think our Illusionist review is due out very soon. <laughs> yeah, I still, haven't, I still haven't seen it. And, uh, no, neither have we. we. So. Yeah, we, we thought we thought it'd be the Norwegian premiere, but it was it was premiered in Bergen and at a festival there, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was shown a week, wasn't it? Shown a week ago in Tromsø or somewhere. Bastards. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we're the, but you know, Oslo is Oslo's a city that matters. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> this is where all the animators are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing uh, next to nothing. No, uh, I uh, <laughs> have a couple of unrelated to animation uh, news uh, on my part. I I launched my site. Yes. All right. Boatinterior.no or boatinterior.no. Check that out if you uh, are interested in if you own a boat. Yeah, that's the plus. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you don't have a boat, check it out anyways, but uh, you're not going to find it that interesting. Do you have ads on it? Uh, no ads, <laughs> no. Uh, but you'll find us on Google and stuff. Um, I, got, I got a dog. Wow. A, a little puppy. A don't you have animals already? I have uh, animals, yeah, I do. I have. Uh, How many dogs do you have? Only one dog, a puppy, the Whitbit. And I have uh, three cats and uh, four chickens and a rooster and like 20 fish. Like and a wife. Goldfish. Mm. And a wife. Yeah. And what else? I can't You're the Dr. Doolittle of Norway. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
So uh, that's been fun and really uh, stressful having yes. a pup in the house because they <laughs> pee all over the place and poo all over the place. And uh, dog dog shit is one of the best smells in the world. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, reminds me of a child. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we got a, a new postcard from Martin because oh, he's not yeah. still out in the world. Yeah, where the so, hell is he? Uh, it says, "Hi guys, right now I'm sitting beneath a waterfall in the Amazonas. Oh. It's really warm, so feeling the small water droplets in the back of my neck is really refreshing. <laughs> just, just hope there's no germs in them. Hope you're all doing all right in the cold Norway." <laughs> Peace out, love Martin. It could be, it could be a lot. It could be a lot worse. He could be living with his grandma. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk! Yeah, he could be homeless. What's with the germs? Does he have problems with germs? Yeah, he has some problems with germs. You know, <laughs> sometimes you get them from behind. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's uh, a work on, joke. On that it? note, let's uh, go on to uh, to the news section. Uh, as I said, uh, our new series, Sex and Single Sieve, premiered on Vegateva. So if you go to Vegateva, we'll post a link to that, so you can go and watch it. Uh, watch that's it? Not that it? What? <laughs> go and watch it? Yes, you can go watch it. <laughs> watch it. Uh, and also, a lot of the Viborg Bachelor shorts, they, uh, they were finished a while ago, but they posted them all online now. So we'll post a link to the site where you can go watch all the uh, Bachelor shorts, and they're really great, some of them. I really Amaz- love hmm? amazing, amazing work. It's just, yeah, especially the but, art direction. It's, what uh, I what I really like about Viborg is that they force the students to work in groups. So they're like at least four people working on every movie, mm. uh, and that's kind of the opposite of what they did to us in Volda, where we all chose artsy fartsy students. We all chose to work alone, and nobody <laughs> finished. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a good thing to be more than. Three is a good number, I think. If you're two, you can kind of skimp away and stuff. But if you're three, you kind of have to force each other to work. So yeah. Yeah. I, think I think I l- we had the same option when I went to the Defar school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we were the only one that uh, chose to work in a group. We were four people and we made like a 10-minute uh, embarrassing short. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, so much fun, and we learned so much about working in groups and working on a big project. And we nearly, nearly, nearly finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they produce great shorts every year, and they always uh, go. They always win all the student competitions in uh, Scandinavia. So it's uh, it's a good watch. Yeah, probably they'll pro- some of them will probably show up in Annecy. What's the pick of the bunch? Have you seen them all? Yeah, it's uh, there's one uh, about like uh, a western, which okay, has a yeah. really, really nice style, and yeah. I, I really like that one. Yeah, that's um, really it's, it's really tight as a film. Yes, as well. yes, yeah, and uh, and the Viking one is really good. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I like three D stuff, so I know or CG as we yeah. agreed to call it. <laughs> uh, also, uh, David O'Reilly's movie that I know I mentioned the trailer of. Uh, has now premiered, The External World. Uh, and you can watch it on his site, and you can also buy it, which I really liked, for four euros. Uh, it's That's about 33 kroner. And you can download that, if you pay for it, you can download an HD version, a QuickTime file, you can get it on your computer, which is really nice, which I did. I'll gladly pay 33 kroner for that. Good man. 
It's, yes. It's a, it's, a, it's a great film. It's so yeah. mesmerizing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really nice universe. I really like the universe. It, yeah. that, that's what it is mostly. It's just a depiction of a universe. But that, that's I love that because it's seri- a surrealistic universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, they're trying to do the same with our series now. They're trying to sell every, every episode for like a small amount of money. Uh, but it's, I don't think that's working as well as maybe his movie. Uh, I think you need dedicated fans for that. Maybe. Uh, also I find, found a nice pilot, which is called Gluku and Lennon. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's produced in Spain or something, but it's really as, as you may have noticed already, I like my surreal animation. So it's, is that the one with, uh, the singer, the, the the Cuban singer. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Rita or something, right? That's a, that's a full length feature. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a pilot. Oh, it's a pilot. This Rita is a pilot for a TV series. No, no, no. There's another. There's another one. I think it was done in France or or Spain. We should review. Actually, it's got really great reviews. But yeah, it's... my aunt posted that to my Facebook. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a while ago. I think you'll probably find it by the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a short called One Minute Puberty, which Arden really liked, which I posted to Facebook, which is... <laughs> I think it's genius, you know? it's it's It shows you what you can do with animation. Extremely well animated. Yeah, and it's, and it's only, like, one character. There's a single character. There's a story. There's metamorphosis. There's everything that you can kind of do in animation, yeah. which would be practically impossible to do in live action. A lot of fun... Morphing between shapes. Yes, yeah. and uh, it's, that's always been a good sign of good animation. Is if you can get some metamorphosis <laughs> in there. That was actually the. Was that like the first uh, the first video they have of uh, any animation? It's like morphing thing. Yeah, that's one of the best known first animation. Is just it's. I think it's almost called metamorphosis. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Chico and Rita is a movie which has a release date, the 19th November, 2010. And it's, uh, it's, uh, let's see. It's, who's the director? It's, uh, it's cartoon. That's what you were talking about, right? Yeah, we should, we should review it. It's got, it's got really great reviews. And, uh, yeah, came- Javier Mas- Marizcal is the director and Fernando Treva. Yeah, that must be it. It's a, it's yeah. a musical, but a love story. Yeah, um, it's, you know, uh, and it, the story happens in Cuba, right? Yeah, and, uh, and New York. Mean, the, the plot is that they she goes to New York and he goes to meet her and he's sort of deported and uh, she becomes a big star. So it's about their... Yeah, their, it's, called, it's called Chico and Rita in, yeah. in English. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I know the, that I, it came, length? Yeah, yes. it, it came out in London last end of last year. And then uh, I, I noted it, and I thought, oh, I wonder when that's going <laughs> to... There's no chance it'll come to Norway, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, I mean, that's, I mean, it's one to try and get hold of. I'd love to... Yeah. You should get it for the next frame by frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you mm. should have done. Yeah. yeah. That was my news. Cool. Yep. Uh, <coughs> Dreamers uh, released a list of the movies that they are releasing between 2011 and 2014. I thought I'd just go through that list. Uh, first, there's uh, Puss in Boots, uh, released November 2011. Didn't they already release the last Shrek movie? 
Yeah. That yeah, was the big thing about the fourth one, right? It was supposed to be the last one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't enough this to is, see it. This is, this is the prequel. Oh. This is before he di- meets Shrek. That's different then. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's something completely different. Mm-hmm. But it, it uh, features Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> and, uh, well, some golden eggs. I think I, I think I would like that character. If it doesn't turn into, like, the Hitchhiker's Guide robot or something. <laughs> it's uh, probably yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, next uh, in 2012. Isn't there anything before that in from DreamWorks in 2011? Your oh. Kung Fu Panda 2 and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's this summer. Yeah, yeah. So 2012, Madagascar 3 is to be released on June 8th. Uh, finally, another Madagascar movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> number two was good. I liked number two. Number two was horrible. <laughs> no, I liked it more than the first one. The first one was okay. The second one was travesty. It's just uh, I can't stand Ben Ben Stiller's acting. I can't stand his voice. I can't stand that lying character. I actually like Ben Stiller, but I yeah, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> it was perfectly imperfect. Uh, <laughs> Then there's uh, Rise, of, Rise of the Guardians. I guess that's the, the next next one of the uh, Owl movies. No. No. That, that was... No. <laughs> what? I was just thinking maybe it was released by uh, DreamWorks, but it isn't, is it? No, it, it was uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, Australia. So this is directed by Peter Ramsey and... Something, someone called <coughs> Joyce. Uh, let me see. Well, it's a book uh, based on. It's it's a bunch of books wrote, uh, written by William Joyce. Oh right, he did. Uh, oh, that that should be fun. He did Meet the Robinsons. It's you know he did those. Oh, books. okay. Yeah. So, he, he's, uh, it's produced by Jeremy del Toro. <laughs> oh well, oh yeah, because he's doing a lot of films, isn't he? Yeah, and Michael. Cito. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the... Did you it's see about, the... Uh, yeah, sorry. No, there was some stuff from Pinocchio that was out. Some of the models. They, oh, yeah. They looked amazing for his, his film. He's oh, doing, yeah. He's doing really stop like, motion of I really Pinocchio. like Pinocchio. Pinocchio yeah. was really nice. Is there another Pinocchio movie coming out? Yeah, stop, stop, stop frame. Oh. Stop motion. <laughs> stop so frame. once Tim Burton's Frankie Weenie's finished, I think that the same team is going to go on and oh. start, start with this one. Oh, exciting. So, yeah. yeah. So, Rise of the Guardians uh, claims to be an epic adventure telling the story of a group of heroes, each with extraordinary abilities. Sounds familiar. Uh, when an evil spirit known as Pitch lays down the gauntlet to take all over the world, the immortal guardians must join forces for the first time to protect the hopes, beliefs, and imagination of children all over the world. It seems like they're sort of stealing the trend of uh, creating superhero movies. Yeah, that sounds like a superhero movie. Yeah. I know, but no, William Joyce is uh, he's quite a cool writer. I think uh, there'll be more It's going to be it something different than the usual superhero movies. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Did you see the... What was the previous one from uh, DreamWorks? Uh, the superhero movie? Megamind. Megamind. Did you see that? I haven't seen it yet. I've... Uh, I've seen, I've seen it. it. Yeah. What do you think? That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I, I, thought, I thought. I thought the the environments were really empty. Mm. And I think it's like they used like really, really big sets. 
Yeah. Like there was there wasn't wasn't never anything like really in the background or any details. It was just empty. Yeah. And it, was, it felt felt too. It felt kind. Of, they felt like they were trying to be grand, but it only it just felt empty. Sadly, those those sort of films aren't reviewable, really, are they? Because they are no. just comedy films. They're not really. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, that's what. That's, that's what's sad about them, I think. They don't seem to have any... Lacks personality in a way. Yeah, style choice. Is that your wife coughing? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a dog. Be. It's a dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, let's move on. Uh, yeah. In 2013, The Crudes will be released on March 1st, uh, 2013. That was the one that DreamWorks were working with. Them, it's done it? by Chris Sanders. Yeah, I know that was the original DreamWorks. Uh, it's a, it's a comedy adventure that, that takes uh, us back to the previously undiscovered uh, era in the history of our planet, known as the Crudacious or something like that. Yeah, sorry, I meant, I meant Ardman. They were working with Ardman on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. When Before nature they... was still working in process. That sounds fun. Progress. Yeah. What did I say? Oh, process. Progress. <laughs> Uh, next one, Turbo in uh, June seventh on June seventh, two thousand and thirteen, uh, directed by David Soren. Some of these sound funny. I I think I would like to see both the Crudes and Turbo. Sure, but yeah, I haven't told, said anything about Turbo though. Have I? It's about a snail that. Gets, <laughs> oh, you're reading. Get, yeah, that gets a motor or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. To become this, to become the fastest snail in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next one is Me and My Shadow, released on November 8th, uh, 2013. So they're doing three movies every year now. Yeah, this one, Me and My Shadow, much. looks really interesting, though. It's a blend of, they say, oh, CG and traditional. But, oh, hey, is it really? Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. think they're doing it for the same budget as one Pixar movie? Like, they're doing three movies for this, like the same amount of work no. that goes into one Pixar movie? I don't think so, no. Do they, but are they just really big now? Three well, works? Yeah, they big. are, aren't they? They make more money than Pixar. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're huge. Yeah. They're huge. The seventh best company in the world to work for as well. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. So, I mean, my shadow is about Shadow Stan, an extremely frustrated shadow who yearns for a dynamic life, but, uh, yearns? Yearns? Yes. Yearns. Uh, for a dynamic life, but happens to be stuck with Stanley Grubb, the most, the world's most boring human. Finally pushed to the brink, uh, Shadow Stan breaks the singular rule of the shadow world. They lead, we follow, and takes control of Stanley. So that sounds fun too. Think. Yeah, and uh, Mike Dindle's directing that, is he? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's fun. Yeah. He, he's a lot of fun. Um, next one, in, now we're in 2014. So, Mr. Peabody and Sherman will be released on March 21st, 2014, directed by Rob Minkoff. I don't know him. Who that, is that? Um, Someone looked that up. Yeah, he's done a few things. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't remember that. Uh, Mr. Peabody is the world's smartest person who happened to be, who happens to be a dog. What? <laughs> he yeah. and his pet boy Sherman discover the that someone has stolen their time traveling V A B A C machine and his Babak machine that is uh, changing moments in history to disastrous and comical results. It's it seems like. Um, 
DreamWorks is really picking up speed here and doing some uh, interesting work. Yeah, they're yeah. trying new stuff. I like it. I yeah. like when they're trying new properties instead of just Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda 7. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah Rob Minkoppy was the director of Lion King and uh, oh, and uh, Stuart Little 1 and 2 as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so he's capable. Yeah. Uh, the last one is How to Train Your Dragon 2, released on June 20th, 2014. Doesn't really say much just, about that, but... That yeah, it's just don't make by... Martin happy. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Chris Sanders is not directing that one, is he? So it's just going to be his co-director on that, Dean. The blog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Him. So that'd be interesting because they did uh, Leo and Stitch together as well. So uh... yeah, and some other movie. I can't remember which. I remember the name from somewhere. Yeah. Um, another thing. Um, Martin will be uh, happy about is uh, something I read on the animation blog, the tag blog, as he us- uh, usually calls it. Um, they, they uh, Disney has released some uh, like a storyboard or an animatic from the unreleased or cancelled Monsters Inc. Two Lost in Scaradise, which was sort of you know where when. Um, when Pixar had such success with movies like uh, Toy Story and oh, it's just when Disney owned and the Monsters, rights to them. yeah, they had the rights, yeah. so they they were going to make a couple of movies uh, straight to DVD, I think. Yeah, and one of those were uh, Monsters Inc. to Lost in Paradise, and you can see it's like a two minutes, uh, uh, just little, uh, it's just drawings, you know. Did you look you at can, it? Any good or? It's uh, it's just a story to. Well, it, it, it's just a clip, so you can't really, uh, you don't understand much of the story, what it's about. But, but uh, I just saw on coming, s- on coming soon.net, they reported the title of Monsters, Inc., the new film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called Monsters University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so John Goodman and Billy Crystal returning, so Morton's probably just wet his pants at that thought. <laughs> I thought it said uh, no... No word on whether they would be returning or not, but I... I it, guess seems, it seems they are. Yeah, okay, cool. Look, they're not doing much otherwise, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. They're <laughs> tired. They're retired. Uh, another short piece of news. Zemeckis, uh, Robert Zemeckis' uh, Yellow Submarine is um, probably dead. Yeah. yeah. Which is genius. Yeah. After the... the the, the, the box office bomb of Mars needs mums. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, they, uh, uh, Robert Zemeckis was some producing some other movie. Um, what's it called? Yeah, Mars need, needs mums. Yeah, and it's it was such a devastating uh, project for this for the people who uh, made it that uh, Disney is just stepping. Stepping out, stepping down. What are you saying? Mm. Well, they they pulled out the deal a long time yeah, ago. They pulled, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, they so, should put, they should make like Michel Gondry or something to Yellow Submarine. You know, should get some just cra- like, crazy director yeah, yeah, to yeah. do it. Yeah, no, or just no. not do it at all. It's yeah, just, maybe it's, it's just irrelevant now. But you yeah, know, but Yellow that, Submarine isn't that good a movie, so why not no. make another one? <laughs> exactly. And I would like I I like my surreal, surrealism, so sure. I would like so I like I like I'd like a yellow submarine in yeah. 3D action. 
I enjoyed that uh, band who had the um, had the soundtrack to the original Yellow Submarine. Mm-hmm. Beatles. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> 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 they make some good records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next piece of news. Um, there's a TV pilot uh, from 1965, uh, 69, I mean, based on uh, Johnny Hart and Brent Parker's Wizard, Wizard of Id that has been released uh, recently, uh, done by Jim Henson. So this is really early Jim Henson stuff, uh, with some of the same uh, voices you hear on The Muppet Show, uh, doing a pilot. Just It's, it's just one of those... Um, Cartoon strips of uh, Wizard of uh, from Wizard of Ed uh, made into uh, a little short, a four-minute short, and it's really enjoyable. So you should have a look at that. Yeah, is it my fault for not knowing what Wizard of Ed is? Uh, it's not that well no- known in Norway, I think. But it's it's been um, it's not a headliner. It never had a. Had its own, or maybe it oh. did have its own. But what uh, was it? Was it a movie? Was it a cartoon? Was this it is a cartoon. TV series? Just a, I think, I think it had its own uh, magazine in Norway uh, back in the days, in the eighties, late eighties. Yeah, well. <laughs> a very good cartoon, by the way. You should read it up. Okay, read up cool. on it. Uh, that's it for me. And uh, yeah, my mine's just a bit sh- short and sweet this week. This this <laughs> bi-weekly. Short and sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a frame by frame, frame by frame number nine. The uh, the program yeah. for all those for all those people in Norway or Scandinavia who'd like to come along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the program is basically from ten thirty till uh, till seven thirty. Then at seven thirty we have the illusionist, oh. and, and then we have a party afterwards and a lottery. But uh, we've got the animated feature we start with with uh, the cat in Paris. And then we have um, then we have the guest of Folimage, the the French company that produced this. So they have a, a talk about it. They uh, produced the cat in Paris. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Yes. I, I, I yeah. wouldn't know, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, they they have a short talk about that, and mm-hmm. then uh, you can say this next name. He's a well-known Piotr Sahedin. Yeah, he yeah, is. Uh, the pagan. Yeah, pagan. he did his the last troll, wasn't it? So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Legendary uh, Norwegian uh, director. Yeah, he's worked yeah. a lot in Norway, yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, and Rick Maher, who I'm interested to see, he does a lot of um, special effects for films. He's worked with Spielberg on Munich, and uh, what, what else has he done? Uh, done lots of things. He started on Disney's Dinosaurs, not Disney's Dinosaurs. Remember the puppet show. Hmm. Um, so special effects or digital effects? Like, uh, well, he's like a puppeteer and creature effects. He did the stuff mm. on Brothers Grimm and Dinotopia, uh, Avengers. So he's he's worked a lot in uh, in England and America. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the English patient, but uh, he's he's moved. I think his wife's Norwegian, so he now lives and works in Norway, and uh, he does a lot of work around. Uh, for the films business here, should so that be should be interesting. Yeah, and then we've got the Oscar short films. So the ten films that were no, it's sh- only like six. Is it six now? Right. Yeah, because uh, not a lot of. It's hard to get them to send it to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but we've, got, uh, we've got the Oscar really nice though, and we got uh, under the bark. No, the silence under the bark. 
Yeah. Which Ireland really liked, he told me. Mm-hmm. From On the Sea. So, and I watched it now, and it was, it's really nice. It's I love it, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing The Lost Thing, which won the Oscar. Yeah. We got mm. that. We, we nearly had him coming over, but it was just a bit last minute, so we... That's a nice movie, too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, of course, Day and Night. Uh, and then after that, we got a quick introduction from uh, Rasmus. How do you pronounce his surname? Severson. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The director of Sex and the Single Seed. I think you Yay. can hear an interview with him uh, in uh, episode three of the ACP podcast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, uh, he's the creative director at Christian. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and then after that, a break, then it's The Illusionist. So it's a long day, but there's always a good party at the end. Yes. Yeah. Come yeah. for the party. That's why we're yeah, there. Yeah. I know you're coming, Carl, because you're part of the short film selection for the Norwegians, aren't you? Yeah, and also I have to stand in the projection room and make sure everything's okay. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I Uh, think this is a very interesting program because it's a little bit all over the place. It's not themed as much as they uh, usually are, so it's a good thing, I think. And there's not too many long speaks, talks, you know, because last time we had... uh, A lot of breaks and... Yeah, that was a, a lot of breaks. But yeah, no, we, we, we learn every year. We try to make it better every year. So, so well, I forgot to say it costs 250 kroner. So it's pretty good for a full day of seminars when you consider some of the other ones. Like oh, four. it's not free? No. I'm not coming there. Oh, right, well, <laughs> I can pay for you. <laughs> as long okay. as you buy my beer. Oh yeah, I owe you a beer. <laughs> um, you, you could come as press. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, is that it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go through the short films from Norway, but it no a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically full of uh, Katinka and Magnil, aren't they? So we're already forty-five minutes in. So yeah, yeah. Should we get on and review then? Yeah, I think so. So hope to see everyone there in about two weeks. Cool. So, this week's movie is uh, Tangled. We were, we were going to review Song of the South, but uh, then Tangled suddenly was released there, and we had to see it. And uh, It's got a 7.9 on IMDb and 90% on the tomato meter, which is very, very good. So, um, uh, yeah, I should tell some trivia. I just wrote this down. Glenn Keane and uh, Dean Vellens were serving as directors for the film, as we all need, know. Everyone in the business knows that, at least. But they were replaced by Byron Howard and Nathan uh, Greno after Keane had a heart attack, which, which he explained in the video. It says online on, on the IMDb page that he um, had some other commitments or something. But he actually told he had a heart attack, so he had to take some time off. Yeah. But he was very... Uh, he was involved in the movie uh, throughout the end, I think. It seemed like. Yeah, his name was all over it. And it, and it yeah, yeah, and his look was all over it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's such a... It's a Glenn Keane movie. In all kinds of uh, good and bad ways, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys, th- guys think? Of the film? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of Glenn Keane, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on the film. To, <laughs> Something completely different. I, I did just when I when it finished, yeah. I felt uh, my general feeling was uh, I I felt a bit underwhelmed. I, I really, you know, I know Princess and the Frog got a lot of slack, but um, I thought Princess and the Frog was a much better film. You gave it a lot of slack. 
I know I liked it. A lot of yeah. people gave it, yeah. But I, I really thought Tangled was uh, was slow. Not, I was difficult. I, it just felt empty. I didn't really... Uh, it's difficult to explain it. I just felt underwhelmed when I left the cinema and... The, the, the villainess in it, who kept Rapunzel in the uh, the tower, she wasn't nasty. She was kind of kind, really. So mm. it, it, she didn't really work as a villain. The villain needed to be really black and white. She was just a grey blob, grey mess. I, I disagree. Because uh, I like the villain to be manipulating and that you can actually... Because this is, like, not a very typical Disney movie. What? If, well, it is a very typical Disney movie, but the the villain isn't a very typical Disney villain. Because she's, she's not really a villain. Well, she is a villain. She's uh, trying to prevent the characters from doing what they want. She's you know, the witch. Free. She's the witch. She's the witch. Story. She is a witch. She just doesn't have any magical powers, or is she isn't as far as we evil. know. Yeah. She's just very egotistical. Yeah, she she just didn't come across. Dark enough. She should have. She should have kicked it up a bit. When yeah, but for me, she was almost darker, just because she was man- manipulating everyone around her. She was just making everyone do what she wanted. That's mm-hmm. that's much more scary than a dragon. Yeah, I didn't. Because didn't. those people exist, you know. No, but uh, she didn't. She didn't need to step up a gear. She really needed to get rid. Re- you know, she's going to manipulate people. She really had to become quite nasty and, and selfish, but she never did. It always felt like she was holding back. And you never really got a, I never really got a sense of what her. Uh, obviously, she wanted to have the hair so she could keep her youth. Did she deserve to die in the end? No, in I don't think so. It, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think it really suited the character to have such a kind of dramatic and no abrupt ending. It didn't all add up in a way. Uh, and I think that's what ruined the whole film for me because I didn't really see the struggle for Rapunzel uh, yeah. for her to get out. No. Yeah, that that might be true because it's more a, of an st- internal struggle, I guess. When you have a character that's not superficial, yeah. yeah, the the struggle is internal among the the characters, the main characters. That's kind of. But in a way, we all we all have the setup. Uh, it's been told to us numerous times, and we know sort of the story of uh, Rapunzel and all of that. I d- I didn't actually. <laughs> oh, you don't know any of it? I just know about the hair, and that you get from the trailer. Oh. It seemed to me like they set it up like you had to know the story before, and they did like a like a, uh, a version, their version of that, but and took it further. Mm. Maybe. Uh, but I was quite surprised to see the reviews it got. It, like, 7.9 on IMDb. It's, it's still early, but... And it's, it's not that... A high to be an uh, animated movie, I guess, but ninety percent of the tomato meter and everything—that's high. Isn't it? I think it's a very flawed movie. It it has its ups and downs, and I think some of the, you know, the animation and the physics and like especially the the horse is definitely my favorite character when it's uh, acting like a dog and all that stuff. All yeah. that uh, physicality is a, a lot of fun to see. Oh, although I miss the genitalia on the horse. <laughs> well, uh, that's, what, that's always what you're missing uh, yeah uh, <laughs> but I think it's it's just uh, it's kind of a, like the lines are s- so stupid and unfunny I I find the the, the main character the, the guy what's his name um, Flynn Flynn yeah just repulsive he's, he's just uh, he was he was like a character not a likable guy at all 
but even his design was horrible. I just, it was, uh, it's it was a, like... It's a Glenn Keane design that you've seen 10,000 yeah. times before in uh, Tarzan and those mm. other... Aladdin and... and things handsome yeah. face. Yeah. yeah, the handsome it, face, yeah. And, uh, but it had a touch of uh, Don Bluth in it as well. It was yeah. Real, it was real. But but I, I, I kind of have to be a little bit against you guys because I actually enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. and I think it's a lot about I got I was really impressed by by the look because it was really I really liked the colors I really liked the kind of uh, I liked the environment because all these I'm so bored of uh, like trying to tone down colors and it's nice to see 3D like totally disnified sure but it's beautiful but it, it's a beautiful movie yeah, well, but what I didn't like, what I noticed now is, I, I think maybe I'm getting too old for Disney movies because <laughs> the the whole musical thing with all these musical. <laughs> I numbers, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I I I started thinking uh, back, like when did Disney start having these really cheesy Disney like Disney songs, and when did the Disney when did they stop having that? You mean? Yeah, well, I because I started thinking back. Wait, all the movies have this, you know? Yeah. Okay. I, I start, Aladdin has this, like all the great movies from my childhood have That's these music trademarks. But why have I never noticed how bad they are? <laughs> yeah, I'm quite surprised <laughs> to hear that too. <laughs> Cause that, but, and I, there's this classical, like the Disney voice, you know? It's the yeah. Disney way of singing. It's a big turn no off. No one else does that anymore because it's like they're stuck in the 80s or the 90s. It's yeah. like pop. I think the only movie that really works for is um, is Mowgli. Really? Because it's got oh, the, yeah, but the music not, is not, so much better, and it's for, it's from another. But also, era the voices in that movie have a, a special character. You know, they're not they're caricatured. They're not just a clean princess voice, which is. Yeah. I think for me that started in Aladdin. You know, it worked in Aladdin for me because I was a kid. But sure. looking back, that. It's kind of, those those musical numbers are really cheesy. You should and see. They've, uh, they've kept on doing that afterwards. Yeah, it was it was a lot of the Be- Beauty and the Beast was pretty uh, yeah. heavy on the musical numbers. Yes, yeah. but, uh, but Lion, were, King, Lion King worked, but they weren't they weren't princesses. And, all my no. favorite Disney movies has less songs and uh, more you know characters, better characters, yeah. and a little bit more rough to the edge. Yes. I, I don't like this slick style. It's too slick for me. Although I think the, just not the graphical style of the movie is great, and I, I like, or I'm, at least the, the models are just beautiful. And you can, mm. it's like you can see the skin underneath the clothes and everything. Mm. Uh, yeah. Really beautiful. You, you can see how the, the you know, how, how much time did they spend animating that hair? That's insane. <laughs> it, must oh, yeah. be, it must have been a nightmare. Uh, they would have had a, they would have a special team for it, wouldn't they? Yeah, they did. I don't think but they, 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 they. I'm not sure if they did because it was sort of a part of the whole story. Yeah. So um, they, had to... they did. They had did. There's a there's a behind the scenes on online which I watched, and it's uh, they had yeah, big te- yeah they had big technical team, but animators could they could like direct the hair. They had they like had 47 make... clusters or something like that. Yeah, and it was always a certain length. The hair that was, that was the funnest part in the movie for me was when she suddenly had braided hair and it yeah, was yeah. just uh, oh, yeah. oh so you put all that hair in that small like <laughs> that small braid okay sure 
I like the movie. I think I would actually recommend people going with their children to see it. Well, my, not... my, my children didn't like it at all. I didn't? No. Uh, oh. Which is, but I think, you know, they're brought up on their dad's type of film. So, hmm, Transformers? Uh, <laughs> no, just good films, really. Oh. <laughs> so they're snobbish little children. No, I, I, it's interesting to go on, on YouTube and, and see what kids are saying there about the movie, because there were so many people who says, like, this is the best me- uh, movie ever made and stuff like that. Mm. So I it's, mean, it's definitely I think, not for us, but it is. For no, a I think the audience of... is little girls who like princess movies. Yeah. But it's it's a classic. That's what Disney has become. You know, yeah. they're all about the princesses. Yeah, do you know why, why why do they rename it Tangled? You know, they so to appeal they to they boys. Did it for, to appeal to boys, but why do they need to appeal to boys? No, no boys because, are going to enjoy this. Because I think that the. the there was a, the lack of success for Princess and the Frog was to do with the princess in the title. Mm. So it, it deterred that mixed, you know, the mixed gender going to see it because it was, it was clearly marketed as a girl film. Yeah. So, um, when, when in fact it's, it's much, I found Rapunzel far more girly than, uh, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but this is Frog. a, this is a much bigger risk too for Disney because this is the most expensive movie they ever made. Yeah, um, it was. It's, it's been under million, production for like eight or nine years, so it's it's yeah. incredible. But and it looks no, incredible. But uh, no, was was it was it worth it? Well, it's made us money back a lot. It's been a huge success. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for that because then there's going to be more films coming out for all the people that work over there. But I, uh, ugh, I just didn't. <laughs> I think I want to see a, like an animal movie next, like Disney, <laughs> like 101 Dalmatians kind of thing. Yeah, sure. More, yeah. more, more than a princess movie. I'm sick of the but, people, their movies. <laughs> but do you, should, I don't know what they go back and have mouse, uh, like mice and uh, rats and stuff like that as uh, main characters. Mm. That's fun. <laughs> Ratatouille, you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know the next film is um, Winnie the Pooh, isn't it? The next one from Disney. And yeah, then, I, yeah. yeah. Then after that, I'm not sure. When I heard this, is that a 2D or a 3D? I know. Two, I asked you before, 2D. It's 2D. 2D. Yeah. And then, but there's talk of Ron Clements and John Masker doing another film together, but I don't know course, what's yeah. happened there. I, I heard them talk at uh, on the sea, and they said they had three projects uh, they were working on. Yeah. Uh, and they were pitching three pro- projects. Uh, when they were coming back to the States after the festival. So I don't know what happened with that, but that's going to be uh, way, way into the future. So, Yeah. Um, uh, well, what do you think of the voices? Um, I thought they were... I thought the voice acting was good. I mean, the acting was, was sublime. It was... There were some really funny moments and really nice touches in it, especially the, the little chameleon. I thought he was <laughs> funny. He was, he was really well done. And... <laughs> uh, and the horse, of course, as well. They had so much character. But don't you think uh, that just the chameleon is just yet another one of those obligatory uh, sidekicks? Yeah, but that—that's what this film was like, wasn't it? It was like it was like a Disney film updated for for the YouTube generation. Yeah, so, it's a uh, it's a Shrekified uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. But it, it, there, yeah. there is a reason for it in the story. You know, she's been alone in a tower for 18 years. She's bound to have weird social relationships with yeah, objects but, and, care and animals. But yeah. why a chameleon? That was uh, never explained, was it? Or was it? 
They can crawl up walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let me tell you the, the, the moment in the movie that made me the most angry. Yeah. It's, it's when, <laughs> when she is, uh, I don't know, I can't remember when, but she, in the beginning she was dancing while singing or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she does the thi- thing where she's uh, playing the air guitar. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, do you ha- did you have <laughs> to put that in there? Because it's, 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 it doesn't belong in a movie from, like, this is a thousand years back, and there there were no guitars and no air guitars. And There <laughs> were guitars, man. Well, yeah, not, were. not like that. <laughs> not like that, but there were guitars. Yeah. Or sit- sitars. But, but just, just, yeah, I've... Or, yeah, I always hate the pop culture references, and it just makes me angry. But, um, you were talking yeah. about the, the colours in the film as well. That that was one thing that really bugged me. I thought they were really, really uh, bright, just too bright, and th- th- they didn't really change the mood of the mm. film, uh, especially as you went through... When they left the tower, that was nice. It worked there, but then it seemed to keep the same sort of tone and... Sh- and shade all the way through the film until they got to this car- you know carnival of light or whatever that pompous yeah. idea was. And, uh, <laughs> that was quite beautiful though. With the that was lanterns. really nice. That really kind of that was really well done. But it, it seemed to lack in the middle part of the film, so uh, it yeah. didn't seem to have a color. The, the color chart or the color the color keys weren't as strong as I thought they were going to mm. be. They, uh, maybe that was budget constraints. I'm not sure. What about the the spread, the the structure of the, the story. You think it works as a whole? But it's it's more like a road movie, I guess, because that's, that's where the story happens. I was, like, expecting them to come to the the castle or something before, actually, the story started, but the, the main part of the story is on the way, you know? And yeah. that's... that's But it is a road movie. It's a running away yeah. movie. It's the odd, the odd couple again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it was... It was predictable, but also the, uh, I was, you know, when they, when they fall in love, I know they try to kind of keep it longer from happening, but I didn't really believe it as much as I believed it. In, I keep comparing it to Princess and the Frog, but I thought their journey was much more believable. They got to know each other more, whereas this was, uh, I don't know. Is that your dog? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> He's getting fed. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. He likes his sausage. Oh, he's yeah. a bit of, bit of Ireland sausage. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, uh, I totally agree with you, Will. And uh, it's not a good movie. So, yeah. You well, can I'm, go so to su- I, I'm so surprised. <laughs> so many, so many people like this film. Yeah, uh, very surprised. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even even people I didn't think would like it. Like, but that does thought... that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. I think. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> it's just that you lack the taste that we elderly uh, have. No, no. Okay. You've seen I'm, I'm, more movies. I mean, than I'm, you. Maybe I'm not that elderly. <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna see. I have to see it again because I I wonder if I missed something. But I actually uh, thought it was funny. Sometimes, a couple of times. Yeah, that's yeah, sure. funny. I like yeah. the the thing where she's trying to push him into the. The closet. The yeah. closet, and he's falling out in all kinds of fun ways. Yes. Just the, yeah, the also, physics are I also fun. liked her solution to the problem where he actually knew where the crown was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a nice thing to see that they, they had the guts to do that, you know, to actually stop the movie there and start it over. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, uh, we should rate this movie. Uh, what do you think, uh, Carl? You're the positive no. I want one. you to, to go first. Oh, really? So, okay, I'll yes. give it. I, I'll give it a five. Yeah, I'm five. Okay, I'll give it a seven. Okay, <laughs> that's seventeen uh, <coughs> times three. That's uh, five point six. That's a six. Yes, <laughs> I think that's. I think that's fair because it yeah. is. Like the craft in it is amazing, but uh, yeah, it was just yeah. too too sickly. <laughs> you know, I mean, Glenn Keane is such an awesome artist, but he his style bores me. Uh, it's, it's not that interesting. It's too, oh, right, it's too yeah. much Disney. I, w- so, I wonder. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just wondered what his involvement was in the end. If he directed Rapunzel, or you know, he he supervised everything. But uh, you'll never know. I think he did most of the the pre-production, you know, all that stuff. And then the, the story changed a lot uh, in the last few years. Uh, we, we, we're trying to get him over for frame by frame next year. Oh. That's, that's, that's Japrak's goal. That's the uh-huh. organiser of this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, what's uh, for next week? Should we try and review, try again and re- review uh, some of the South? Or yes. we, we could do Illusionist since we're all going to see it. All right. No, but that's not for next week, is it? Yeah, that's because that's the Saturday after next time. Yeah, okay. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, well, we could try. Might, yeah, it depends if we're going to record in a week or in two. We weeks. could decide in a week and let it be a secret. No, yes. but we want others to see it. Okay. <coughs> Let's do Song of the South and then Illusionist yes. after that. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Since we promised it. Yes. And I, I, I still haven't seen it, so I'm anxious to. I, I have seen I it. See it, but I was really surprised that it's it's a Disney movie that uh, people haven't heard of. Oh, people have heard of it. I it's, hadn't heard of it. Oh, it's, uh, it's well, a, it's mainstream a, people haven't heard of it, but there's no reason for that. Cool, I'm mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, please give us the roundup. Yeah. So, uh, do I? That's your job. No, no. All right. <laughs> So <laughs> you don't have to know how to read, man. <laughs> All right, follow follow us on twitter.com uh, forward slash acp news. Uh, yeah. Leave a voice. Yeah, I, th- I think people can do the forward slash now. Yeah. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you can voicemail us at uh, Skype. Our username is Animation Conversation. And please visit our swag shop where you can get ACP branded T-shirts, mugs, and ball whips. <laughs> I don't know what that's related to. That's an old note. Um, yeah. Send tips and feedback to feedback at animationconversation.com and you can check out our show notes and links at animationconversation.com. Cool. That's it for this week's Animation Conversation by Weekly Podcast. Until next time, we'll have fun <laughs> and contemplate. Yep. Copulate. 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 Computate. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> oh, did you press record?